0: to episode 43 of what you spinning, it's episode 43
1: right yeah 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 fuck dude yeah we're still yeah. timekeeper we're did like rolling you lock him up again i did you yeah. need to let him out He <laughs> <laughs> needs to know what's going on i'm uh,
0: episode 43 of what you spin In. um stoked to be here matt thank you again for hosting this week as well uh we've got some good stuff to go over today
1: but how y'all doing Doing good. Hell yeah. Really. A sunny day. Yeah. Got some sunshine. Yes. yes. Great weather. Yes. And I feel like this week's picks were all, once again, very unique and mm-hmm. all over the place. So, excited to talk about these great albums. Yeah, we've mm-hmm. kind of
0: been doing that a couple the past couple of weeks. Kind of just going all over the way place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking Plantasia. Mm-hmm. Saw two Pew. copies of that at Moonrock. Oh, really? The yeah, they've got Ooh, two copies. been right in there now. in a while. That's cool. When
1: was the last time you went? It's been like... Yeah, I'm you, trying to stay away. You, I, I, have know, a, I have a problem, and if I, I if I go in there, it's like, hey, baby, how's it going? And she wants me to stay, and I don't want to stay. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> I need to leave, but she wants me to, to stay. Yeah, <laughs> she wants me yeah. to stay. So <laughs> you, you keep coming back. Go
0: <laughs> window shopping there. They rearranged it.
2: I okay.
0: Yeah, they yeah, added another I've, wall. Yeah, and I've so been there. Cool. Yeah. Okay. There's a new wall.
2: Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. They, like they put like more stuff on the other wall. Like, okay. Yeah. Wall. Very cool.
0: Yeah, they Very rearranged sure. it. It looks really nice. They have a whole Mort section now, and there were two Ooh, different.
1: That's cool.
0: I think it was two variants of Plantasia. Oh, actually, man.
2: they had a lot of stuff. Like they had a lot of like new stuff. Mm-hmm. They had the new Kelly cheese uh, album. Nice. Super good. Yeah. I didn't listen to it when I first saw it, but then mm. I listened to it after, and I regret not getting it.
0: Damn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You well. Know but let's uh let's go ahead and dive in we're gonna go ahead and talk about my album first and if you remember from last week we're talking about the 1975 their album t- called the 1975 uh their debut from 2013 uh i'm a dipshit and said it was 2011 last week because i felt like i got on the trend <laughs> super late. <way>. Just is great <laughs> but uh no 1975 uh their self-titled debut um great album mm. great band uh to see live uh I've see, i got the opportunity to see them when they were to touring, touring for their second album uh but yeah uh
1: what do y'all Ooh. gotta say about it when you <clears throat> when you saw them live sorry I like, choked on my own. Yeah, you're... <laughs> words. I'm so choked up. When you saw them live, so they've got the guitar player. How was the what was the setup like? I'm just curious because the the way the album plays out, there's so many different sounds. Mm-hmm. So how was the live production? They like? uh, so they had you know the the typical like four band members. You mm-hmm. know they
0: had a bassist, guitar player, drummer, and then Matt Healy, the singer. Um, they had some backup singers like off to the back of the stage they had like a saxophone player that came out at one point and then their uh their guitar player does like the keyboard like synth work throughout it sometimes and then sometimes they have another guy who's specifically for it but like on uh menswear that Mm. intro that's Mm -hmm. the guitar player doing that the whole time On like a little uh like a short it's not it's not like a moog or anything. It's just like a little <laughs> mini keyboard with like a fucking should be a moog yeah little tuner thing on it um a coder or something yeah yeah just like a little I have one it's just they're called something weird I don't know the exact like name mm. for it but but I have something similar
2: that's cool though yeah, cool um,
0: yeah and it was really it was really sick because it was at Arlene Schnitzer Hall up in Portland and. Uh, It's pretty big stage. It Uh, is. And so they were able to utilize it. They had like these different riser, like level risers. And then they Mm -hmm. had this rectangle just without the nineteen seventy-five in it. They had three massive ones that just changed colors all night and stuff. Okay. So it was like very spread out, like everybody kinda had their own area and was bitching at one point like Matt Healy singer goes off stage, comes back with like the biggest size of a glass of wine i've ever seen it was Mm. like a fucking flower vase and a cigarette and he's just like singing and smoking and drinking while (laughs) just killing it just destroying uh, and i was 110 percent out of place it was like some 17 year old girl's birthday party in front of me and like (laughs) and i'm just there like yeah yeah Yeah. i'm getting it i'm just like this big bearded dude in the back just yeah, yeah. <laughs> Ooh, treating it like a fucking football game. I was like, "1975 yeah. kicks
2: ass, dude!" Like, hilarious. <laughs> oh, dude, I was funny. getting a
0: lot of looks from the birthday party. They're like, "What the fuck
1: is this?" It's, got, like a, it's got a, a lot it. of positive electro vibes. Yeah, you know? I can yeah. see that. I can mm-hmm. see why that. You know why you'd be in that situation. But what a, what a treat to see him live. That's, that's cool. cool. I didn't
2: because the second album. I feel like I like I personally like that one better. Mm-hmm. That was the tour that they were doing. That's too. cool. Yeah, that's cool because they have a uh, they have like. I think bigger songs with Robbers on this album mm-hmm. is super big but that album too that's a good album Yeah, for them to watch In
0: that um, that one was the last one I actually listened to all the way through I've heard some songs off of the two newer ones but uh, that second album yeah they and that's like the cool thing was they only had two albums worth of material to go off of and right. so I, like any banger that you like off of the last three it should be fine uh, as long as the green light's on uh, okay. Any like big song that you liked off of the those two albums they played, like
2: okay, yeah, that's cool.
0: Like Menswear, I didn't think they would play, played it live, and that's when I turned into a seventeen year old. Uh, yeah, It's a
1: really unique song too. I like the way it starts out all instrumental
2: the first mm-hmm. half, and then it just dives into the the lyrics right. like electronically, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, electronic like synthy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, when I was like initially because when you brought this up, that's what I was thinking of too. Because um, I have heard. 1975 and I like their their music. I hadn't heard of this full album. Um, oh, really? And it's good. Yeah, it's good. Um, I got introduced to their second album. Okay. Um, but this one, it it feels like what's the word? It feels like newer in a way. Like it's like more like a new sound that they were doing because mm-hmm. this, this is like their first actual album. I had heard their EP because mm-hmm. they'd done a couple. I heard four. That yeah. EP, um, which has what song is it that i heard off of it that transfer on to this one the city yeah um, i heard that on that and initially that was my first introduction to them and then i saw that they did that album and mm-hmm. then the second one that has like the same cover mm-hmm. it's got a, like a really long name uh i uh i love you because you are so beautiful yet so unaware yeah. of it yeah, or something it's like, like that super long yeah yeah <laughs> but yeah this is this album was good um very poppy very Mm -hmm, um electronic aspects yeah the intro song uh the 1975 Mm -hmm. and then 12 uh cool like instrumental songs that are like electronic-y yeah um they have that feel to it i thought that was cool um but yeah it's it (laughs) i like threw a joke at you in our chat yeah um well because i gotta
0: (laughs) i gotta go up before you dive in i gotta i gotta go up to bat for myself this is oh no
2: yeah wait a minute this this, is how it goes
0: this is uh like a band that i really like and an album that i really like and based off of the other stuff that i've brought up on this podcast and how like you know i'm so into fucking metal music and shit Mm -hmm. so going into something like this that i'm like this is a little it's very different so Mm -hmm. you were like
2: you were like, Dorian and the boy bands confirmed. And I was like, shut the fuck up, man. I was like, this is the only one I like. Yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah. Because yeah. Dorian likes, like, you know, like, metal bands and, like, rock bands. Boy bands also, you know. Yeah. Bearing into it. I'm like, okay, Shoot. Dorian, I see you. No, but, dude, great album. Like, I these guys, I feel like it's great also. Um, they're like... Uh, like an English band. Mm -hmm. So that's cool too. It has a lot of feels also like Arctic Monkeys, like Mm -hmm. um, kind of that, like, you know, mainstream poppy. Yeah. um, Indie. It has like an indie feel too. Yeah. Yeah. That I want to bring up too. I want to bring up more like indie albums. And that was kind of what this was. This
0: was kind of the start of me wanting to do the same Mm -hmm. a little bit, you know, because it's like I've done, you know, metal and, you know, post-hardcore and shit like that. Yeah, and we haven't really like,
1: dove into that genre. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. feel
0: like we could all probably throw something in there. Yeah. we all like, Might be coming up. Yeah. And we've all, like, you know, and I was realizing we all have kind of gotten close to it. Like, yeah. With Ride. Like, I was like, this could almost be, like, there was some stuff on That it album was like early, with, early, 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 yeah, early indie. phenomena. Well, yeah, yeah, there was some stuff on there that reminded yeah, me mm-hmm. uh, a little bit more of an indie
2: film. Yeah, mm-hmm.
0: there was just some stuff that was like reminiscent of like modern day mm-hmm. indie bands. So you can see like those albums influenced that, yeah. Uh, but I was like, man, we keep like flirting with it. I think mm-hmm. I'm just gonna go full bore and we're gonna get like almost to it, and so that's why I brought up.
2: 1975.
0: No, that's cool. Yeah. That and I had been, since I started recollecting, uh, starting building my collection back up after I fucking liquidated it, uh, this was like top of the list for me to find. Finally mm-hmm. found it. And so I was like, yeah, I think it's That's about sick. It. That's yeah. cool. Yeah. And now they've got like seven copies of it at Moonrock, so I don't know. That's weird.
2: They did like a lot of albums too after this. Like, yeah. I was looking at it. And they had like three or four other albums. Like, yeah. Um, which is pretty crazy that. Mm-hmm. They, they just released one last year it looks like or is it i think it was like late 22 wasn't it
0: yeah 2022 yeah that's cool but no i'm glad that i'm glad that y'all liked this i was pretty interested to see what your take was off of it because i was like i don't know i feel like matt would get a kick out of this like, i
1: think yeah like at first listen i was like i was kind of because you said like it's depeche mode but poppier yeah <laughs> I bet you did <laughs> You said Depeche Mode But Popier And so that's what I came in expecting And it was just It was exactly like that Yeah And yeah. for me It caught on real well And like The more I listened to it There were so many Good catchy melodies and they oh, good, yeah They do a good job Blending like a, Electro vibes And like kind of An R&B feel mm-hmm. A little bit yeah. yeah So I can appreciate that And there were so many Good melodies And lyrics that I remember you know? Yeah and It wasn't just yeah. one song There were numerous
2: songs and I'm like oh That's a catchy one. Oh, There's another one. There's another one. Yeah. Yeah. All the singles to this album, like, did super well. Uh Yeah, They're super good. All the singles by themselves, like, can be their own album. Mm -hmm. Um, And there were so
0: many, like, whether they released them or not, but there were some that, outside of what they released as singles, that ended up getting a huge amount of radio play back in the day. You know, Mm -hmm. The City, Sex, Robbers, Girls, Chocolate. Chocolate.
2: All the EPs that they did before this. Mm -hmm. That's why. Like, it was, like... yeah. Building up to an album, yeah.
0: So let's dive into that actually, because that's something that I had almost forgotten about until I was doing the research. That they had three EPs out, and then they're like, "Well, let's make a full album." And then they just conglomerated that and then added some stuff to it. Mm -hmm. They're like, "Let's take the the best of the best off these three EPs, Mm -hmm. throw them on the album, and throw some extra shit in there to fill it out, and we're golden." Let's go for it. Which is pretty cool, you Mm -hmm. know, because they had they had a pretty strong following before their first album even came
2: out before this mm-hmm. even was released they were huge so it was like pretty tight holy shit so I was looking at it because there's like the regular and deluxe version the regular version has 16 songs on it mm. it's a long it's packed 16 songs and mm-hmm. the deluxe has like 30 yeah it's like demo version 39 yeah holy
0: shit there's a I th- on the deluxe edition there's a uh, a good demo version of the city
2: oh nice yeah there's like, yeah, like that's like slightly different yeah
0: um but hell yeah! Um, do you guys have any other
1: things you wanted to add before? I do like that they throw the instrumental stuff in there, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. it's either a track by itself or it's like a you know half and half. Yeah, and that's really cool. You know, yeah. they can just kind of stray away from the formula and do their thing with that. Yeah, it's always cool. Yeah. That's why I was asking about the live setup. I'm like, what do they have up there? What are they using? You yeah, know? how do they do? How do they make that sound? It's, it's surprising. Cool it's surprising because that was my Mm -hmm. thing too and
0: I went I went with a gal who had seen them live before on this tour and I was like I don't want to know anything you Mm -hmm. know Mm -hmm. so I was thinking the same thing when we were getting ready for the
1: show I was like what
0: the hell like how like how is this going to work and then I was there and I was
1: kind of surprised I was like damn there's like not a whole lot that's what I felt about Sigur the same thing you're like they don't need much and they just make that sound yeah that's cool yeah I was just like
0: right, the guitar player does like yeah, most of the other shit, and then mm-hmm. they've got a sax player and a
2: couple of background singers. I saw is, that in yeah. the credits. They had a sax player. What mm-hmm. What is is he on multiple songs? Because I was trying I to listen. I was trying so. to listen back to it, and I was like, "Where is it? Unless if it's like blatantly obvious, I just missed it. But mm-hmm. I think I saw it, that in the credits that they had a sax player. Fuck. What song is? I forget it? what song though. Jesus. I think. But it's, I know he's in there somewhere he or she I don't I remember but I think it's pressure I feel like it's pressure that track might be Maybe, I
0: don't know pressure settle down yeah. what the fuck ever we'll figure it out someday yeah um, you
2: talk too loud you talk too loud <laughs> I do but no uh, hey, was that was that what someone said <laughs> was that a complaint no 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 I just I do Um,
0: no, <laughs> no let's uh, top three it up yeah, shall we? Yeah, Let's do it.
1: Fucking do, do it. Fucking,
0: it. Fucking fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Honorable mentions, we're going uh, Robbers, which is such a good song. Man. Yeah, Such a good track. Um, Robbers, and then Chocolate, and then for the top three, uh, number three, I'm going Talk. Number two, Settle Down, and then number one, Men's Wear, because that's always, like, when I first listened to this album all the way through, I was like, that's it. That's going to be my favorite track, no matter how long I listen to this album, probably.
2: Here we are. <laughs> yeah, great picks. If so I'm going to top three, um, honorable mention, I'm gonna go. Uh, she way out. Yeah, uh, the guitar riff on that. Mm-hmm. It's it's good. Like it's like consistent guitar throughout the whole thing. The the electric. Um, top three, I'm gonna go number three. Sex, mm-hmm. um, settle down. Yeah, uh, and then menswear. Menswear, it's I don't know something about the uh, electronic intro. It like builds up the song super yeah. well. Yeah. Super sure. well. Those are good. Yeah.
1: Uh, honorable mention for me would be uh, 12 because I like the instrumental. Mm-hmm. And Settle Down kind of like a split between those two. Yeah. Great tracks. And then uh, 3, 2, 1, I'm just going to go because it sounds cool. Money, Sex, Talk. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> That's how Hell it yeah. Rolls yeah. for me. Yeah. Nice. I like it. I like it.
0: Well, that was. The 1975's self-titled debut album, uh, released in 2013, which was my pick for this week. Uh, We'll go ahead, be right back, to uh, talk about the next one.
2: The last time they, they opened there... And then they had to leave because he's underage, like he's like seventeen or eighteen or something. Oh, right. But we we stayed afterwards just to see like the other bands because mm-hmm. there were other bands playing. <laughs> like literally, like because they had like an interlude after they finished their set, and like everyone that was there, like all of a sudden, just like whip out their like earbuds <laughs> or like little you know like ear protection. Yeah. And they put it, and and we look around like what the fuck, and then like the next band comes on and they were going hard, dude. Hell yeah. Like, hard as fuck. And then people, like, were just, like, single-person moshing and shit. Oh, yeah. It gets cool. Just doing yeah, <laughs> yeah, just running in place, like, dude, swinging <laughs> their arms. Like, oh, some yeah, dude, dude was, yeah. like, swinging at someone. I was like, holy shit, dude. That's, that's,
0: cool. that's like, one of the really cool things. That's uh, cool. That's one of the really cool things about that scene in general. Like, rock into metal, uh, you know, no matter how aggressive on either side, mm-hmm. is you can go to these bar shows. Like, they'll just play at a fucking bar that has a stage, and they're yeah. killer
2: shows. They kill it, yeah, And you'll dude. just,
0: you'll fall in love with these bands, and you're mm-hmm. like, what the hell? Like, I, uh, when I was working at Zoomies, uh, my manager at the time was a bassist for a band called Paragon, uh, which is a deathcore group, and they were uh, touring uh, with Oceano as an opener, and is like one of the biggest deathcore bands in the world, and... I had never been to one of those shows like the most aggressive show I had been to up until that point was Mm -hmm. a floater gig which is vanilla in comparison like I was like I still moshed at a floater show because you definitely can but dude you're and it was a two story bar so you walk in and there's the bar and then you go upstairs and that's where the stage and everybody is and you're just like packed into a room that's like the size of this living room and kitchen combined
2: and Mm -hmm. just going bananas yeah People just stomping everywhere and like yeah,
1: it was Stop. cool, dude. It was it yeah. was a
2: fun environment. Like I I hadn't been to like that kind of show, mm-hmm. so seeing everyone mosh, it made me want to be like, yo, I'm just gonna go out and start fucking swinging or some shit, Yeah, you know? yeah. There was a dude
0: that like started a couple fights and like got kicked oh out God. of the, got kicked out of the bar because it's yeah, like, I could see it because there's like, and this is another just beautiful thing about that scene is everyone is so cool. And it's like actually a loving environment. Oh, like if yeah, you fall down, sure. people yeah. are gonna pick They'll you pick up. It, yeah,
2: someone there, fell and they picked them up. There was a
0: motherfucker walking around with a shoe above his head, and he's like, "Shoe, <laughs> shoe!" in the middle of just fucking. Yeah. <laughs> <just, laughs> I was like, "Damn, this is cool as fuck!" But then this guy was like punching people in the head and shit, and he got yeah. like he got like tackled
2: <laughs> by a <laughs> bouncer and drugged
0: <laughs> down the stairs. It's sick. That's cool. But yeah. Uh, so yeah. If you're into that kind of music and you want to just go <laughs> have a good time, you don't have to mosh. I didn't. You can just go people watch and have the yeah, greatest I time of your life. was good. Yeah, and maybe you'll catch a cool band. Like uh there's a band called Aversions Crown there, and it was their first gig in the U.S. They're from Australia, and they cool. can It was their first show in the U.S. and they killed it. That's nice. cool. Yeah. That's cool. But. I feel like that was a pretty good intro to talk about Matt's album. Oh, it, it was it's a yeah. great intro. I feel yeah, like it was. Yeah. So
2: Shoo Shoo
1: <laughs> So why don't we uh why don't we travel back in time? What do we got uh, today? nineteen ninety two, yeah. Yeah. Pantera, Vulgar Display of Power. Their sixth album, believe it or not, yeah. you know. They just pumped albums out back then, dude. But before this album, before Cowboys from Hell, they were kinda of like an eighties glam with a different singer, different yeah. vibes. So this is kind of their like their sound for yeah. a lot of people this is the pantera album that put him on the map it's mm-hmm. their best-selling album out of all their discography um terry date was a producer oh. i know we like a lot of terry date stuff i could name some of the stuff we listened to that we've reviewed but we all yep. know yeah numerous stuff by him um this is the first album that you we hear Dimebag kind of changes his name to Dimebag yeah before it mm-hmm. was diamond like Diamond Daryl had that '80s glam like, rock, okay. feel. Diamond Dallas Page Diamond Dallas yeah, you yeah, yeah. Type yeah. Of shit? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So now he's dimebag, bag, but yeah, this album's so eclectic in a way that the riffs that you hear from the start, whether it's like a "Mouth for the War" or yeah. like that that intro, it's just it's amazing. Like his mm-hmm. guitar work throughout this whole album is just it's so him. Man. Yeah, and mm-hmm. it, it defines that Pantera sound, and for me, growing up and listening to bands like Danzig and Slayer and and even Pantera it's like that was just kind of the vibe back then I remember just relating to this and using it in sports to like pump myself out or just like go do my thing and like introducing other people to it too that didn't know and they were like oh wow this is really cool so being able to share that love that I had for this band and this album particularly was Mm -hmm. fun so Mm -hmm, uh, it it means a lot to me what do you guys think? Uh, Fuck
0: man Uh, I echo that sentiment Uh, this album and Pantera in general uh, have, I'm very, very familiar with their music. Yeah. Uh, you know, growing up, my dad uh, would be in the garage working out or airbrushing, and I'd go out, and it was a coin flip. It was either going to be Master of Puppets, Vulgar Display of Power, or a Rammstein mix CD that he made. Like, any of those three. And so I'd go out there, and he'd have this long-ass ponytail and just like,
1: <laughs> i like just listening to Walk,
0: and I'm like six, seven years old, and I'm like, this shit kicks ass, dude. Yeah. I'm like, this shit is cool. That's so cool, dude. And in, in one of the, you know, we talk about Dimebag, uh, he is heralded as one of the pr- most prolific and just best guitarists out of the scene mm-hmm. who didn't get, like, he could have his career already was massive you know he left a huge footprint but you know with his untimely death and how mm-hmm. it happened it's it's like the most heartbreaking one because it's like dude it is. Yeah. he was so unique there is nobody on this earth who's come before or come after with guitar playing in any genre especially metal that can do what he did with with his instrument yeah you know on this you're listening to it and it's like you know like fucking hostile Mm -hmm. and rise he's just making that guitar scream like a pig and it's like bro that's Mm -hmm. (laughs) it's fucking
1: man he was an amazing guitar player you know respected by so many other people Mm -hmm. you know eddie van halen loved him i think he gave him one but buried a guitar with him yeah 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 betty won evh is with him
0: Uh but um Nah, and Vinnie Paul too. You know, to also give our flowers to him. Yes, of Rest course. Rest in peace, Vinnie. Mm-hmm. His drumming was—if you've ever listened to world. live
1: Pantera stuff, you can hear Vinnie. Yeah, he can. He can he kill. Can, he kicks ass. Yeah, he can beat the shit out of a drum. Yeah. I tell you what.
0: But yeah, what about you, Jake? Well, this is this was inter- I was like, Jake's gonna either love this yeah. or be on the fence. Like, oh, no,
2: dude, I lo- I love like these metal albums and these rock albums. I'd heard Pantera. I'd heard of Walk. I've heard of mm-hmm. their bigger songs. Yeah, not this full album damn dude it's so good mm-hmm. super dense a lot of material on it mm-hmm. um some songs are like super fast paced and just in your face like yeah i'm this i'm in the same boat as you matt like if i'm listening to something to get pumped up or like you mm-hmm. know like gym music like this whole album mm-hmm. like it was just on repeat the whole week yeah when mm-hmm. i was in the gym because like what else what else? i'm not listening <laughs> to marvin Gaye at the gym yeah like, <laughs> like i had to listen to something so that was I, like you know like just pumping me up Mm -hmm. Uh, and yeah man this whole album um, the guitar riffs on it all of the like little details very heavy riffs aggressive songs um, heavy vocals too yeah Um, Rise like was like one of the first ones that I realized like okay like this is like super fast paced it's like in your face the whole time like you kind of like want to like punch through a wall you know like you're just like super amped up about it um, yeah, dude, it's it's nuts. And I was looking at it. They like around this time too. They were like you guys said, getting massive. Yeah, mm-hmm. like they toured with Megadeth, with White Zombie, yeah, um, with like all these bigger bands. So Soundgarden, I think too. So yeah, yeah, man, it's, it's some good stuff. <laughs> yeah,
0: and just the way that this album's laid out, you know, it's in in the the photo on the front of it of of Dime getting I know just getting just getting suckered that's what this album is right like from the opening for like you said Mm -hmm. from Mouth for War to the end with Hollow it's just like Mm -hmm. it, it barely lets up you know, you get to, you hear that intro to This Love. I was going
1: to say, there you go. You yeah.
0: you hear the intro and you're like, oh, okay, it's like kind of calming down. And then, you take that love. It's like, oh no, no,
1: yeah. no, no, yeah. no. <laughs> I'm sorry, Panther. No, I'm yeah. sorry, Phil.
2: <laughs> I heard that song and I was like, is this like, in an attempt to like a rock song or like mm-hmm. a love song on, a on like ballad. a rock album, yeah. yeah. And then I hear the I'm like, oh shit, never mind. <laughs> no, he's pissed. Yeah. If you want, he's if you want bad. a,
0: if you want a good like mellower Pantera song, check out Cemetery Gates. That song fucking rules. That, that's a yeah. good one. Yeah. The album yeah. before that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And that was that
0: was the thing, man. Is they had you know the great Southern Trend kill, Cowboys from
1: Hell, vulgar display of power far beyond driven far beyond I was, I was wondering that what was my toss-up i'm like do i bring that one up or this one and I just, yeah i relate to this one a little bit more yeah just a little bit
0: yeah far beyond driven because that's even heavier too. that's yeah. the next one after this and it's like how do you get
1: heavier than this yeah you do you somehow do. you do and <laughs>
0: like all of those albums have songs that are yeah. just staples in mm. their catalog and in metal as a whole in the 90s yeah. mm-hmm. you know like pantera was it you know mm-hmm. they they came out after Metallica was selling out, you know, like they and were That was
1: their thing. They wanted to capitalize on that. They're like, yeah. Metallica sold out with the black album, let's let yeah. do our thing.
0: And so it really did, you know, uh-huh. like they they caught that door with their foot as it was about to close and they're like, Wait mm-hmm. a fucking second. No, mm-hmm. we're not we're not ready for the grunge scene to fully kick off. Mm-hmm. We're still gonna be in the back end here just killing. Yep. And that's a good point. So yeah, I fucking love those albums by Pantera, and that's like why yeah. that's why I wanted to bring it up is because yeah. it's insane that they have those four albums and there's at least two to three songs that any metalhead could tell you like, mm-hmm. oh yeah it's fucking Cowboys from Hell. oh yeah it's I'm Broken right. like,
2: <laughs> I was looking at their thing too like it had like major success like it won like Grammys and like mm-hmm. um, like a bunch of listings and got like really high critically acclaimed so yeah it had a big impact on like the metal scene too mm-hmm. so for it to be that good, um, and I want to hear their older stuff. Like, is their older stuff like on streaming say or anything? *Camel's like... from
1: Hell* would be the starting
2: point. Yeah. Okay. Don't Everything don't worry about
1: the glam shit. Yeah, cause the glam—it's a, different, it's a yeah. different vocalist, and it would. Yeah. Because yeah. I
2: saw that, I saw glam. I was like, how can you? I don't know what it's like, but just it sounds like something completely different. To yeah, what it's not, it's not like. It was like.
1: Poison light. It was
0: like, it was like poison, but worse. Dash of poison. Yeah, it was yeah. poison,
1: but worse. Like, but we ain't it, talking bell DeVoe. No, yeah, yeah. you we know.
0: ain't. And, uh, yeah. I think that was like the best thing they could have done. And it was, and that's such a wild yeah. jump that they went from being <laughs> it a glam band that no yeah. one knew of to being easily one of the biggest metal bands of all fucking time. Mm-hmm. It's unreal to think about. It is. Um, shit, man. I was reading
2: <laughs> something too, um... I just read this off wiki I don't know how accurate it is but uh about the album cover um mm-hmm. that it was rumored that I guess the person on the cover was paid ten dollars a punch mm-hmm. um and he got in punched in the face a total of 31 times damn to get the right picture like the right shot I guess damn I don't know how accurate that is. I don't know, but that looks like it hurts. Yeah, <laughs> like that guy's face.
0: Yeah, when you see the eyes scrunched up like that and the lips going, you know, yeah. you know that that's a good, that's yeah. a good connection right that there. That hurt. That right guy's, that guy's yeah. yeah.
1: No, T- Tyson would be proud. Yeah, I think for Pantera, this album kind of changed the direction of their sound too, going for that glam rock feel. And mm-hmm. I think that's a lot of the the lyrics behind the album. Like people were like kind of upset. Maybe mm-hmm. they like the old Pantera and. Feels like, you know, walk.
2: Yeah. Yeah. This is what we're
1: going to do. We're going to do this and make our music and do our thing. So, Mm -hmm. and uh, the title, too, comes from the Exorcist movie. I didn't know that. Really? Yeah. It's one of the things that I think, uh, what does it say? The priest is talking to the girl. uh, And she says that somehow. Yeah. Weird. I never knew that. I looked it today. I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. Yeah. And
0: one thing we mentioned like their their great albums, uh and they did like their greatest hits album mm-hmm. is called Far Beyond the Great Southern Cowboys uh display of power or mm-hmm. something. Like they mashed mm-hmm. all of the names of the albums into one for like their greatest hits compilation that they yeah, put out cool. like back in like twenty ten or mm-hmm. something. Yeah. That's cool. <sighs> well well
1: yeah.
0: fuck man. Mm-hmm. I could talk I could do we could. Pantera is so sick. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I
1: always thought that was Dimebag that was getting. Pushed. I thought so too. Yeah, that's why I was like, when I read that, I read that on Wikipedia too. I was like, no, I thought that was Dimebag, but yeah. maybe didn't have the beard. Done maybe though. that was a rumor. Yeah, looks more like
2: mustang Honestly, mustang. <laughs> <laughs> mustang they finally did it. <laughs> they finally did it. They finally did it. It's cool though, man. Like I, I love these metal picks. Like. Mm-hmm. Um, Because I like a lot of these, some of these I've heard of, but just not like a full album, like deep dive into it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, And I think it's great. And like, I want to get more into this stuff too, because it like revisits like old memories when I was listening to like a lot of rock and metal and stuff. Yeah. So, yeah, man, thank you for bringing this up. Yeah, for sure. I had always heard of Pantera and a couple other music, but now hearing like the actual full thing, like it's like. Give me more. Yeah, and you know?
1: this is a more.
0: great yeah. like jumping off point to go yeah. into their other stuff. Yeah. Go
1: back one and forward one and you're good. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. <laughs> you could do yeah. And then keep going forward after that.
2: Yeah. And then yeah. I'm a, and then I'm gonna go into their glam stuff, see what yeah.
1: <laughs> and
0: they are right now, like there's the like some of the biggest news out of the metal scene right now, or I guess it's kinda of died down. They're they did a re they're doing a reunion tour right now oh, with shit. uh zach wilde who was ozzy osbourne's guitarist for a bit started black label society which was a pretty good group and the drummer is Ch- charlie Bonante from anthrax another great thrash metal band mm. but uh we
1: want to top it off top yeah three it up dude. top three it up i don't know what for me is this love yep. just because of like I remember watching Beavis and butthead Dude, <laughs> dude,
0: yes, bro, that fucking episode is. Damn so, it, Pantera! Damn it, Pantera! Dude, did that. That in Beavis and Butt Head. Yes. Yeah. Did you ever watch Beavis and yeah, butthead yeah, You yeah, know when they would do the music videos. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This uh, they did this love really? for one of them. Yeah, dude. That's cool. And it
1: fucking you know, rules I must have missed that. Damn. Dude, it's so good. <laughs> so good. Um. And then uh, three, two, one, I go. A mouth for the war, and then people conceit, and then by demons be driven. Yep. Yes. Yep.
0: Uh, honorable mentions for me. I'm going uh, a new level, and then walk. And the number three for me is this love. Number two, fucking hostile, and number one is rise. Just that one. the the like tempo changes and mm-hmm. everything in rise are just so awesome mm-hmm. I went into this like when you brought it up I was like oh yeah walk in this love probably gonna be my top three and then I heard rise again for the first time in like five years and I was like oh fuck I forgot how badass that song was, <laughs> that was <a> cool song. <laughs> and then the real quick the vocal effects on uh, fucking hostile during the chorus when he's got that yes. distorted mic is so clean they like that's why it's like you can tell Terry date was helping them mm-hmm. with this because it's just got so much just awesome production going
2: on, mm-hmm. Jeez. Um, <laughs> if I'm going, uh, shout out, I want to like talk about also a new level. Mm-hmm. Um, something about that song, man. Like, when you hear the chorus, like, mm-hmm. a new le- of confidence, like, it's like, yeah, nuts, dude. It, like, I was like, holy shit. Um, I should have gotten into Pantora like, a lot sooner. Yeah. You know? uh, I would have, like, You'd be You'd be an upside-down tortilla chip right now. I, you'd I be would, yeah. Friend. I'd probably, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, top three, uh, This Love. Um, it really threw me off. I was like, yeah. oh, is this a love song? I'm like, oh, no. Um, By Demons Be Driven, yeah. number three. Um, no Good. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then uh, Regular People. Nice. Uh, regular People. Yeah love that song kept coming back to that and no good yeah but yeah man this whole album fucking nuts, man. kicks ass
0: heavy heavy and that was vulgar display of power by pantera uh their sixth album from 92 uh we'll go ahead wrap this baby up talk about jake's for this week okay let's uh put a bow on this motherfucker and uh take her on home we're gonna do so by talking about jacob's pick for this week
2: uh so why don't you go ahead and enter that yes so marvin Gaye, what's going on um came out 71 one. 1971 um yeah one of my favorite not only soul albums but i feel like albums just in general mm-hmm. Um, very like when I listen to this, like I feel like my day just gets brighter. I like, yeah. just feels like so much more happier. I'm in a better mood. like I'm like snapping, like driving in the car like you know it's I don't know how, how it makes yeah. me feel about it, but uh, yeah, there's a lot to talk about this, I feel like. Um, yeah, what are you guys' thoughts? I referred to this
0: episode uh, in a half joking manner, but now you know that I've thought about it since this morning I was talking to my roommate Gavin and I was like I'm referring to this episode as the three stages of grief or the early stages of grief oh. episode <laughs> because we've got anger yeah uh, kind of some like denial and like sadness with the 1975 and then kind of like melancholy you know kind of the getting over you know yeah. grief stage kind of thing I was like yeah it's like the I was like it's a condensed uh, early stages of grief podcast with these albums like just the general feel of everything mm-hmm. Fucking, I thought that was pretty funny, and uh, I haven't listened uh, to Marvin Gaye in a hot minute. So I was really glad that you brought this up. This is an album that I've been eyeing getting myself because there's with collecting, and you know, like that's I like the fact that we all collect. You know, that's kind of the one of the points of the podcast. When mm-hmm. We get to talk about you know cool discs or you know, uh, mm-hmm. and and one of my things that I. This is like an album that you have to have in a collection, you know, mm-hmm. at, or at least you know something in this realm, you know. Like for me, it's it's a uh, Dock of the Bay, yeah. you know that I was like I gotta have that in my collection, even if, even if it's just the one song, you know, or whatever. And mm-hmm. uh, what's going on is very much an album that's similar to that. Like if you collect records, it means that you have an, an appreciation for a vast range of music. Usually, mm-hmm. you gotta have what's going
2: on. You that. gotta have this, yeah. Yeah, so yeah. it's a staple.
0: It is, yeah. But Matt, would you like to dive <laughs> dive in? I'm
2: gonna I'm gonna pull what's, back. Matt, what's going on? That mm-hmm. yeah, was no, a good album, man. I remember?
1: remember being introduced to it early on, kind of out of high school, and mm-hmm. I never listened to soul music, and so Marvin Gaye was kind of new to me. But mm-hmm. what's going on? That intro, that song, just kind of caught me. I think I heard it like walking through a like a Circuit City or something, like somebody had <laughs> it on like a stereo or something. And I was oh, like. Circuit City, and so I asked the guy, "I'm like, I'm like, who is this?" He's like, "This is Marvin Gaye, man." I'm like, "Oh, sorry, sorry, (laughs) sorry, didn't mean to step on your toes." But um, (laughs) that was my introduction to him. And then I bought the CD that day and like went home and played it. And I liked uh, the final track on this album, "Inner City Blues." Yeah, it's just so catchy and just so like soulful and like that, that vibe of the whole album. And it's um, and this this album in general is kind of sad as far as the lyricism. Some mm. of the songs are cool, like God Is Love, yeah, kind of a powerful, positive song. But mm-hmm. a lot of the things that he's writing about is the Vietnam War and mm-hmm. you know being rejected and being you know you know it's the 60s you know or yeah. you know it's the 70s it's whatever it's them going through whatever they're going through as you know individual artists or just kind of writing about you know the struggle of being a performer and you mm-hmm. know not being a white performer and like having to deal with all the bullshit they had to deal with and still yeah. have to deal with you know so yeah. he was uh, I think he was able to write about it in a sense that it caught on so well and a lot of these songs they saw they stayed on the charts you know for a long time mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so people caught on and they enjoyed them so yeah um, <clears throat>
0: Yeah, that's no. Just real quick, and I mean it's it's an album that is considered a timeless classic at this point. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, every once in a blue moon, Rolling Stone does their top 500 albums of all time, and they did a re. They did the newest list back in 2020, Mm
1: -hmm. I believe,
0: and this was the number one album on the list. (laughs) Yeah, and so you know, Rolling Stone magazine, you know, as you know, maybe is bullshit as it is now, you know, in right. comparison to where where it was back in the day, you know, mm-hmm. when rock music was huge, Rolling Stone was the shit, but they still have you know, what they say is you kind of you're like, all right, you know, like they've got a leg to stand on cuz they've been covering music for so long and so the fact that this, you know, made it to the top top spot is pretty unreal and mm-hmm. you know, you mentioned the lyricism on this is pretty sad and Marvin Gaye had a fucking horrible life he did he yeah such terrible. a sad, know. sad sad story it is yeah, it, you yeah. Know, it's terrible you know with how he died the shit that happened before he died makes you kind of question was marvin gay maybe kind of a scumbag because you know maybe not but it's <laughs> why like, did all these things happen yeah yeah, yeah. it's yeah. just mm-hmm. like wild the the shit that he had to go through and that did that he did end up going through he uh still managed to put out some great music in this you know 30 minute Album is a, a true testament to that, and it, it stood the test of time. You know? It did. And for them, yeah. for this
1: band, it's like you know, it was him as being like credited as the producer of oh, this wow. album mm-hmm. for the first time. This is the first time that he, and he had produced. Some, yeah. uh, I think some of the people from the Four Tops as the background, mm-hmm. and as far as the backing band. So you know, for all of them to get right. together and do this album, it's just so, it's amazing. Yeah, it's just got such a timeless sound, and you know, it's like you said, it's one of the greatest albums of all time. Yeah. yeah,
2: that surprised me because I've always liked this album. But yeah, I read that too. That mm. when they did a revisit for like the best albums or whatever, um, this was like the number one mm-hmm. spot. We Which,
1: could
2: we could get into some of the other bullshit that they put in that list.
0: They could. As, as yeah, far as we yeah, could get into that, but it's beating
1: a dead horse. Yeah. We're not here yeah. to talk shit. But I thought that it's was It's one really that I cool. could it's, it's hard to argue with that, that pick, though. Mm-hmm. Like some of the picks that you hear about, they're like,
2: no, that's... Yeah, there's right. no but way. This is yeah. like, yeah, it's a good album. And it's, yeah. it's all, like, especially with music, it's all, like, opinionated. So mm-hmm. anyone right. can have, you know, right. anyone can say this is the worst. But mm-hmm. for it just to see that, like, yeah, so many people did and are mm-hmm. kind of on the same page, it's like, okay, mm-hmm. yeah, maybe. But, uh, yeah, it's definitely, like, uh, Marvin Gaye, he was very like one of the bigger like soul artists oh, yeah. and r&b he did r&b stuff also um but this one definitely like yeah for the lyrical content that he was doing too like you know like you mm-hmm. mentioned Vietnam a more um mm-hmm. but like with that aside like just you hear like the sax in it and you mm-hmm. hear like everything coming together like it just sounds like like such an organized like orchestra and it's like just beautiful like it's yeah the way that it sounds like it just makes everything so happy so cheery Mm -hmm. um all of the songs on it he has it was like a concept album that he was doing that Mm -hmm. it was all the same yeah you know the same subject matter yeah and you hear that through the songs too they all flow into each other like beautifully Beautifully. it's like a fucking tool album Mm -hmm. how they flow into each other. yeah it doesn't doesn't chop at all like it's yeah it's almost flawless how it goes into one track to the next yeah i
0: kept having to like when i would listen to this and do something because these kind of albums they're you know soul r&b i like to like cook dinner to them because it's like you know you're unwinding from a day put on something chill you put yeah. on like a jazz piece or this and i kept having to be like making sure that i was catching the songs changing because i got i got duped a couple of times like mm-hmm. uh From God Is Love to Mercy, Mercy Me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Halfway through Mercy, I was like, "Did this song change?" And so I like looked, and it was like the time was like halfway through the song. I was like, "Ah, fuck! Let me back that. Like, let me hear the end of God Is Love into this." And I was like, "Damn, this like it does flow so well." Which, Mm -hmm. which you know, I've said it time and time again, man. The way that you lay out an album really does something, and. Mm -hmm. So the fact that they were even doing that shit in the early 70s is Mm -hmm. top notch.
2: Yeah. And I love also, like, just the song structure, how everything is. Mm -hmm. Um, All the lyrics. um, It's super thought out. Yeah. Um, I love the beat switch on Save the Children. Yes. (laughs) Like, the ending of it, I was like, oh, Mm -hmm. snap. Like, yeah, my guy was doing beat switches before Al was doing it. (laughs) And everyone, like, all these producers, (laughs) it was cool. Yeah. But yeah, just something about this album, man It brings me back I have so many good memories with it Mm -hmm. Um, Like when I think about this album I just think of like, you know, happy places Like happy thoughts Like me being with my family Or, you know, us being on a road trip And we're listening to something And it's just like we're all vibing You know, like Mm -hmm. um, I have a lot, you know, appreciation for it It really got me into soul, I could say Because If you think about soul music Like, yeah, you can talk about the cool classics Like, you know, Aquatics and you know all these other bands, but like for fundamental, like yeah. Marvin Gaye is up there. This is
0: the gateway drug to R and B and soul music. Yeah, you
2: know if this was if
0: you hear this album, you're like, I love that sound. You know mm-hmm. because it was, it, you know, Doc of the and this is fucking awesome that you brought this up right after I did Dock of the Bay because mm-hmm. they they're same same but different. Yeah, and they came out within such close proximity to each other that. You know Otis Redding was a little bit different because it was a little it was a little older you know the 70s hadn't quite come around yet so it was still kind of you know old-school instrument uh, influenced Mm -hmm. and then you know soul music comes in and then this album comes out and it's a little bit different but you can see similarities in them but also Mm -hmm. vast differences that you know it's like otis redding was alluding to a whole movement that ended up coming and then it was like who the fuck is this guy named marvin Gaye?" oh mm-hmm. he's going to be one of the greatest songwriters of all time by the time we're done talking about it you know
2: yeah he really kicked it off for soul music mm-hmm. um he was definitely up there for you know one of the ones that was bringing it up and making it popularized mm-hmm. um even the, all the singles that he had done before this like who hasn't heard his cover of you know here from the through the grapevine yeah like mm-hmm. who hasn't heard that um sexual healing sexual healing yeah he did a lot of r&b stuff yeah um yeah and it's i like the insert like the in the inside of it it kind of has like
0: oh wow a fam,
2: like a family album of like just all like pictures of him and his family and stuff that one right where Pretty it says cool. family
0: photo album that picture of him right below that is like an iconic photo of him with like the Small ass beanie cap on. Yeah, that yeah that's that's an iconic fucking photo of him.
2: Yeah, and I think yeah. it does have the lyrics. Oh yeah, it does have that's lyrics. Cool. That's funny. Cool. That's really cool. Yeah, but yeah, definitely. I felt like we had brought up so much soul. Mm. Um, I had brought up so much soul that I had to bring up a classic.
0: You gotta, but, you gotta backtrack yeah. and talk about one of the greats every mm-hmm. once in a while. Yeah. yeah, it's like when we when we started this podcast, we've talked about so much hip hop at this point, and then we didn't even bring up like biggie
2: or anybody until we're like over 20 episodes in. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah pretty much yeah mm-hmm. so had to give uh my flowers to you know one of the founding and what influenced me to bring in like you know soul and this jazzier vibe to yeah. it so and that's what
0: i think is pretty cool because you know there's there's really everybody that is as into music as the three of us are have you know their main genre that they're into you know And there's always an album that was like, this is what
1: fucking did it. Mm -hmm, Like, mm this is really what did it. Like, like a landmark in recording for that kind of music, in general, especially back in that time. Yeah. You know? And,
0: yeah, man, I just... And this is one of those albums that you almost want to, like, take a time machine back to when it came out and see, like, the reaction of it. Mm -hmm. Like, when we talked about Paranoid by Black Sabbath, I would have loved to see how pissed parents were about that album. Mm -hmm. This one, I'm like,
2: this... People were probably like, what the hell? Like, this is sick. Yeah, dude, because the change of time, like, mm-hmm. you know, from the war and everything, mm-hmm. and it's talking about this. Like, I wonder how people, not only, like, in pop culture, but, like, yeah. in also, like, culturally, like, yeah. were responding to it, mm-hmm. you know?
0: and, Yeah, and you had just had uh, Woodstock, which was uh, one of the biggest events in American history, mm-hmm. you know, two years prior to this, and so the the 60s to like 2000s, there's, it's like, it's why music gets separated up in decades It's because mm-hmm. of those four decades, 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, mm-hmm. It's because there is such a distinct sound that is so unique to each decade. Mm-hmm. And then, so, you know, you get into the 70s and it's like, oh, like the 60s were pretty cool. Grateful Dead kind of kicked ass. You know, Jimi mm-hmm. Hendrix was pretty cool. What's, what's next? And it's mm-hmm. like, oh, we're gonna be doing this weird soul shit
2: yeah that's pretty in
0: that's pretty cool mm-hmm. this marvin gay fellow really knows how to sing
2: you know like <laughs> yeah. shit like that
0: so you just it, it is really it really does like define uh a moment in time really
2: mm-hmm. yeah i think yeah i think so and yeah, man, I could go on about it, but like you know, I don't might make it too long. <laughs> yeah. I, like, I like his jacket that he has; it's pretty cool. That, that back photo—that is a—that so is good. a swagged out motherfucker. Yeah. yeah, it's raining and everything, but he has like no care in the world. Like, yeah, yep. it's like this is sad music, and I'm sad. Okay, <laughs> it's one of those album covers you've seen you see and you'll never forget either. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Just, yeah. It's so good. There's like the like the what's that like junk pile. The jo- like the toys like yeah you know, on the side or something yeah and it,
0: it is one of those that you see the album cover for it like mm-hmm. i will spot it at house of records once so when i'm like oh no, well, what's going on you know and like it's just it's fucking timeless man this yeah. brought me this brought me back to like being in high school and my mom and stepdad playing marvin Gaye, and that was when i got introduced to otis redding and shit nice. and i was like man so like the past Solid. two weeks i've just been like what the hell like, yeah. <laughs> and it's been rainy as shit and like right. that was I just remember like my stepdad like making dinner and stuff and having like Marvin Gaye playing and I was like that's cool what the hell is mm-hmm. like? <laughs> what's going on yeah what's going on what's happening my man yeah. what's happening <laughs> about, my <laughs> man
2: oh man uh, do you want to do top threes on this yeah, yeah. let's do it oh, uh, so top three if I'm gonna go top three um, right on that's gonna mm-hmm. be my honorable mention Yep. Um, I feel like every Marvin Gaye album has like a really long song that's super good mm-hmm. um, and this is one of them this, yeah. is, this is the song on this album it's, it's pretty long it clocks in at 7 minutes but it's yeah. just 7 minutes of just like some funky soul like it's it's some good stuff um, and then I'm going top 3 uh, I'm gonna go uh, What's Going On mm-hmm. number 3 um, Flying High in the Friendly Sky Yeah. and then Mercy Mercy Me mhm Nice. It's
1: hard to pick a top three on this album. It is. You it's want me tough. to go first? Yeah. Okay. Uh,
0: honorable mention. Honorable mention for me. Mercy, Mercy Me. Uh, number three was Save the Children. I just liked how he would like say the start to the line, like just speak it, and then he would back it up with singing it, like mm-hmm. that kind of call and response mm-hmm. was really cool. Yeah. Uh, number two was What's Going On. Fantastic way to start off an album. Just that sacks when you hear in the intro, yeah. oh, dude. Oh, yeah. Like, dude, you melt a little bit. Just a fantastic <laughs> way to kick this album off. And then number one for me was Inner City Blues. I, I did really like that. A great way to round the album
1: out. Yeah, it's song's so good. The honorable mention for me was God Is Love. It's got the cool, positive vibe going there. Uh, number three, What's Going On. Number two, Flying High in the Friendly Skies. And then number one, Just Like You, Inner City Blues. Hell yeah. Nice. Such a cool, little, funky vibe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Memorable for sure. Great album. Great pick. Great pick. Thank you for bringing it up. It's one of those that was gonna happen
0: eventually. You know? Yeah. But, mm. You know, and I feel like we've kind of d- unintentionally done it. You know, like how I said just earlier, we hadn't brought up Biggie until we were like twenty episodes in, and we yeah. covered a shit ton of hip hop. Mm. Same thing with this. We've covered a ton of R and B, soul, and now we're finally bringing up a great. So mm. I, yeah. I think the way that we've managed to do that is pretty cool, and I. Marvin Gaye, man. Rest in peace, him. Rest in peace, Dime. Vinnie Paul. Mm. Uh, A lot of death in this episode. Uh, But (laughs) fuck this episode. Let's go ahead and talk about what we're bringing up next week on what you spent in episode forty-five.
1: All right, it's uh, time to
0: introduce what we'll be talking about on next week's episode of the What You Spin In podcast, your favorite Stooges talking about music that you don't give a shit about. Um, I'm a Stooge. And we'll go ahead and go in order that we brought the albums up in, or that we talked today, so that means I'm going first. And I'm going a little curveball from where I've been going lately. I'm uh, going to bring up some uh, mid-tempo EDM with Something Wrong Here by Rez. R-E-Z-Z. Uh, she's a chick from Canada makes just bitchin' music, and this is her EP from 2016. Uh, okay. Something Wrong Here by Rez. Okay.
2: Yes. I heard you've, I've heard you bring up Rez. Yeah. So... Nice. Nice. Got
0: me into mixing.
2: Like further like I was already oh, I nice. was starting to
0: mix in DJ and then someone introduced me to her and I was like, Yeah, I'm this is now my new favorite hobby. You gotta bring <laughs> up your beat mix dude. <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> nice. What do you got? Uh two
1: thousand fourteen uh, self title album by a band called Mimicking Berza from Portland. Nice. So a local local band? Hell yeah. A little softer. <laughs> I yeah, like it than my pick this week. So nice, <laughs> <laughs> feel nice. feel like it?
2: Hell yeah! I like local picks, dude. Yeah, yeah. they're freaking off. Awesome. I love seeing what we what we have here locally. Yeah, because like, Oregon's not
1: known
0: for a whole lot yeah. music-wise. Yeah, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. you know.
2: phenomena yeah. floater. Yeah. floater, floater, floater. Uh, good stuff. birds, which I'm sure we'll all love. Mm. Portland tends to bring up good shit. Yeah. Uh My album, uh, Eve's Two More. Uh, heaven to a Tortured Mind.
1: Oh, that's a cool cover.
2: Yeah, it is. Uh yeah.
1: Okay. So it's like some
0: uh, indie rock in okay. Kind of. okay. Cool. Yeah. So once again I've been. Once again you. influenced me, yes. yeah.
2: Cool. Alright. Yeah. Eve's two more is the name of it. It's Eves-tumor? spelled Y V E S, but it's pronounced Okay. Eves-tumor.
0: Okay. Uh Man this is going to be another great (laughs) Damn dude We just keep going all over the place I'm so Mm -hmm. hyped Uh, Man I'm really looking forward to that Uh, Episode 44 will be awesome Uh, But this in the meantime has been episode 43 Of What You Spin I'm Dorian, that's Matt, and that's Jacob Uh, We'll be right back next week To talk about Some even more out there stuff Y'all
1: have a great week We'll see you next time